0: Hi, this is Bob Bostock, and welcome to the inaugural podcast of Discover DEP, the official podcast of the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection. We are recording this podcast during Earth Week 2016, and have as our first guest Commissioner Bob Martin, the Commissioner of the DEP. He was appointed in 2010 by Governor Christie to head this department, and is now in his seventh year as Commissioner of the DEP. Commissioner, thank you so much for being with us.
1: Thanks, Bob. Thank you for having me here.
0: I wonder, a good place to start off, since this is our inaugural broadcast, is to ask you a little bit about the department you had, its mission and and its people, and tell us a little bit about what you think about DEP and the work it does.
1: Thanks, Bob. And, yeah, I mean, I am now been the commissioner, starting my seventh year here, uh, having been appointed by Governor Christie, Uh, absolutely love this job. It's been an absolutely great uh, six-plus years in this job so far. Uh, I feel very blessed to have and work with such an incredible group of professionals in this organization. Uh, it was probably one of the surprises I said coming, I told a lot of people early on. I didn't know what to expect when I walked in here coming from the private sector. And what I found was an incredible group of dedicated, well educated professionals, extremely well motivated who wanted to focus on the environment and getting things done and improve the overall environment. So uh, the mission of DEP and the hat that I wear every single morning that when I wake up in this place is to protect the air, the land, the water, and the historic and natural resources of the state of New Jersey. And, and uh, of the almost 3,000 people that sit in this place, uh, they all sit here believing that as well and doing jobs to do that for the state of New Jersey. So it's, it's, I feel very gratified for that job.
0: Interestingly, the 46th anniversary of the first Earth Day, which was on April 22, 1970, is also the 46th anniversary of the establishment of the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection. In 1970, on Earth Day, then Governor William Cahill set up this department, and New Jersey was only the third state in the union to have a department solely dedicated to protecting, as you said, the air, the land, and the water of our state and restoring it from years of abuse to the environment. As, we, as you think back on that first Earth Day, you were a, a young man at that point, a young teenager. What are your memories of that first Earth Day back in 1970? Well,
1: it's kind of interesting because uh, as, a, as a kid and as a, well, in fact, just early teens at that point in time, in fact, just barely, um, uh, was one of the things that sticks out in my mind was there was a lot of fanfare around the federal EPA. Being set up at that point in time for uh, under President Nixon. And I remember a lot of the pictures and a lot of the magazines were talking about the need for this agency being set up, for EPA being set up on a national level. And it showed a lot of pictures in there of air pollution, of water pollution. And it, it was something that captured my attention, which is interesting. So I was, whatever at that age, uh, would have been 13, not even quite, just barely 13 years old at the time, but in, in 68, 69, and 70, uh, a lot of changes occurring in this country, a lot of unrest, but a lot of people focusing on new and interesting things that were happening in this country, movements that were happening in this country. One of those movements was the focus on the environment. And so from a federal government point of view, it was big. Um, you know, I was living in Massachusetts at the time where I grew up. But notice, on a national level, this became a national priority for this country. And it's kind of cool now that here, 46 years, 46 years later, as Commissioner of DEP on Earth Week, you know, we're still focused on those priorities. And they're not the same. They're, they're, they're different day-to-day priorities, but the overall mission is still the same, of protecting the air, the land, and the water of the state of New Jersey.
0: You mentioned that in 1970, there was a lot of unrest in the country. There was particularly around the war in Vietnam. And... Other issues, but Earth Day seemed to bring people together across the entire spectrum uh, in a way that uh, none of the other uh, demonstrations of that period did. In your school, when you were a student at that time, in, in probably junior high school or middle school, did your school have any activities around that first Earth Day? How, how do you remember personal participation or, or in your neighborhood or community?
1: I mean, it was very honestly, it was very little at that point in time, but. You know, uh, because I was active in Boy Scouts, that, playing, that seemed to be part of my, that was very much part of my life at the time. And that played a role in, in shaping my, my view of the environment and what had to be protected. So mine came primarily through Boy Scouts rather than through the, the school and the community at that point in time.
0: Yeah, you actually went on to become an Eagle Scout in the Boy Scouts, which is quite an achievement that very few Scouts uh, are able to accomplish. Uh, could you tell us a little bit more about your time in scouting and how it helped you appreciate uh, nature and the environment and the importance of protecting it?
1: Oh, absolutely. This played a role very young in my life on being on the outdoors, conservation, protecting habitat, protecting wildlife, uh, clean water, I mean, clean air. It was something that was very much part of what I was, uh, was every day uh, in Boy Scouts, I was very active in Boy Scouts It became part of my life uh, constantly. And Yeah, until I made Eagle Scout. And, you know, even, even at that time, it was very, you know, lot, not a lot of Boy Scouts were still getting Eagle Scout. And so uh, it, it made a big difference in my life. But it, it got me focused on being in the outdoors and on clean water, especially in clean air. And, and I noticed, I remember that very specifically. One of our Scoutmasters at the time was talking a lot about, you know, uh, watersheds and aquifers and water and how it was important and how these things, how these streams and all of it was tied together. And those are the memories I still have, you know, as a, as a young teenager of shaped my knowledge of what of what had to be protected, but also became part of my core values that I still have today.
0: I can't help but think that your time in the Scouts and your knowledge of of the environment as a young person has helped You decide to, as Commissioner of DEP, to spend Earth Week visiting schools around the state of New Jersey to talk to students, uh, particularly in middle and high school, about what this agency does and and how they can be a part of it. This week you will visit six different schools, a very uh, busy schedule, taking you to almost every corner of the state. Tell us a little bit more about why you have made a a conscious decision, uh, at least for the past several years, to spend Earth Week visiting schools and talking to students.
1: Um, My my primary focus on that is that, you know, I believe this is our next generation of leaders on the environment. And and that's my message to these kids, that when I talk to them, I talk about the movement that started in the 1960s that led up to to EPA and DEP being formed in 1970. But I talk about, you know, for them, they are the next generation of leaders uh, in the environment. And so when, I'm, when they're talking about what, they, what the needs are for this country and the roles they can play, besides these are, these are great jobs for, for them to think about, it's also in great careers. It also has a, a very fulfilling career for them, too, that they, have, they can wake up every day and make this a better place, better, a better earth, a better quality of life for the people they live with and live in. Uh, the world they live in so so that was kind of the major thrust from my point of view is delivering that message to them so I start off by talking about you know where we how we got to uh, Earth Day uh, what we do at the DEP what how we protect the environment and then I end off with talking about some great careers that there's a great place for them and and the kids are really excited And what I've I found because I've I've talked to all kids everything from nine-year-olds up to the kids that are 18 ready to leave for college and it's the whole spectrum of kids and different places of the state, different corners of the state. And what I found right across the board is their interest, the kids' interest in protecting the environment. And, you know, I look back at myself at, at their age, and certainly that wasn't ingrained in the culture, in their day-to-day culture. Recycling is and protecting the environment and clean water and clean air. You know, they, they think that and they talk that as part of a, they, an expectation you know, when we were young, that wasn't an expectation. It was it was an aspiration. Now it's an expectation, which is good. So it's it's different. It's a totally different uh, mindset, and it was great to see. and And I, the interaction with the kids, I love it. Absolutely love the interaction with kids. And uh, they, I, I call it my my best week that I have every year is going out to schools because I really get a chance to interact with kids and be able to to be able to share a lot of things with them. And, and one of the schools today, I was at today, and I, I told, the, told the principal of the school, I said, uh, at the end of it, I get more out of it. I think than they, even they do out of it all because it, it re-energizes me entirely to see the next generation of kids focused on the environment.
0: And it seems that every school you visit, and probably every school across the state of New Jersey, builds environmental protection in their curriculum and they have mm-hmm. activities that are going on. What are some of the activities you've seen at these schools over the past several years?
1: I mean, it's interesting because the, the kids are doing everything from creating their own organic gardens to rain barrels to collecting water. Um, it, it's amazing the kinds of things they're doing. They're, they're looking to you know expand recycling in their schools extensively, and, and again, it's an extension of their home lives, so they, they believe it's where, where they should be. So I'm seeing everything, and even the kids today walk me around through the basement where they replaced you know, the boiler system with high-efficiency systems, and lighting through all the hallways have been changed. They have solar panel on top of the school I went to today. So the schools are thinking about it, the kids are thinking about it, so it's become a way of life to, to both you know, cut, you know, cut emissions, um, use more uh, renewable energy, uh, save water, protect water, um, grow your own crops, you know, in the schoolyard and teaching kids some very basic things. So it, it's really good. It's creating this nice new culture of kids around some very basic things, which is nice to see.
0: It's come a long way since the early days when the big activity was the occasional newspaper drive or collecting the soda cans in the cafeteria. Exactly. Really exactly, Bob. What do you think, uh, what what else can DEP do to uh, encourage particularly the younger generation to become more involved in protecting the environment and more aware, really, of the challenges that we still face here in New Jersey as a, as a state that was, in many respects, the birthplace of the Industrial Revolution. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, legacy from that, mm-hmm. uh, not only in the state's prosperity over the past couple hundred years, but a lot of things to clean up. And, and What more can we do to encourage young people and really encourage everybody to take an active role in advancing the work that uh, is done here at DEP? Well,
1: there's two things, um, or two or three things, in fact. I mean, first up, as as you mentioned earlier, the curriculum in all the schools now seem, or most of the schools, seem to be very heavily with the environment, and it, they it's it works it through multi-disciplines uh, within the school. So you're not just when you're going in. In fact, yesterday, even the other day, when I went to uh, the uh, elementary charter school here, Village Charter, Village Community Charter School, here in Trenton, kid, right here in Trenton, mm-hmm, yeah. and the kids were. Every class they were going to, whether they were doing math, that they were doing English, whether they're doing science, they had an environmental, you know, uh, trend to it, or whatever they were teaching, part of that curriculum. So everyone was doing something, and it wasn't just wasn't just because I was there, but they had planned this for this whole week to make sure they work it through. But then, but then you go to the high schools, and it truly is carved in the curriculum that they're going to lose, learn environmental science. You're taking courses in it, and then multiple courses also have environmental pieces to it. So it's not just you just learn it in one classroom, but you're learning it in multiple places. So I think the education system is playing a key role in this in the state, and it's great to see from that side of it. The other parts of it, I got a good question today from one of the students at uh, Triton High School, and the regional high school uh, done in Runnymede. And one of the girls is asking, me, what else can I do? And I said, you know what? There are a lot of organizations out there, she said, I want to be more involved, and I said, well, here's a way of doing it. There's a lot of cool things to be doing out there. There's a lot of organizations that do real stuff out there. You know, there's a lot of organizations, you know, Clean Ocean Action, you know, and Autobahn and Littoral Society. They have people that really get out and do activities, and it's nice to see them do activities out there, real things for volunteering and picking up and cleaning and all the rest of that. You know, one of the big events that we do here at the DEP is the Barnegat Bay Blitz. We've been doing that consistently now. Uh, I think we're on our sixth or seventh year that we're doing it, but we made a commitment to, to focus on Barnegat Bay. Part of the education of Barnegat Bay is cleaning up and picking up all that trash that's going to go into the Barnegat Bay and the water systems and the watershed around it. So we're focused very heavily on that, and I think that's a way for kids to get involved is to, to truly go out and do some of that stuff. And we're seeing kids doing planting trees. We're seeing kids picking up trash and being involved in those kinds of things. So I think hands-on is a big way of doing it overall.
0: Yeah, We've seen over the, in the past 46 years since that first Earth Day uh, continuous incremental progress in the, in the condition of our environment. As you look back over the six-plus years that you have been here at DEP, what uh, comes to your mind about the things that you're proudest of the, this, this agency this department under your leadership has been able to accomplish over the past six years? Um,
1: we focused on a lot of things, and I, and I think that the things that stick out in my mind are kind of in each of those major areas, I mean, uh, under the air, under air, you know, we framed out, you know, with the BPU, uh, an energy master plan that focuses very heavily on using, shifting to natural gas and, and continue uh, using nuclear power. Um, and going and adding uh, renewables very heavily in there, supported very by heavily renewables. So what we end up with is a policy on air that's cut continues to cut air emissions. And this goes far beyond this administration in the past where multiple administrations continue year after year have built on focusing on the clean air. We did the same thing in this administration. We built on that. And again, using more renewables, especially solar power, has helped again to continue to clean up the air in the state of New Jersey. That's a big part, and, and I think that's one of the major accomplishments. You know, part of that is one of the, we went after one of the power plants, Portland Power Plant, right across the river from Warren County in Pennsylvania. That power plant ultimately shut down because we went after them. We went after them both in the courts and through EPA and got them to stop polluting into the state of New Jersey from an air point of view. On the waterfront, we I mean, we continue to to look go across you know the state to focus on clean water wherever aspects of it all aspects of it you know some of those everything from looking to make sure we're we're focusing on Barnegat Bay for a long-term plan for there to wherever else to make sure that whatever we're getting permits out we're making sure that people are focused on clean water in the state of New Jersey our beaches are one of are one of the cleanest in the country we rank in the top 3 to 4 every single year for beaches that are open and water that is clean, where 99.9% of our beaches have been open for several years in a row, now without any problems, and again, parts of that are because, yes, of work that's been done in the past, but also we've been focusing on a lot of stormwater-related issues, issues like in Rec Pond and other places where we used to just close the beaches outside Rec Pond because of the fact that there was a lot of runoff that was going into, into it that ultimately polluted and went out into the ocean that created high bacteria counts in the water. You know, the other program that we continue to build on was was started just before we took over in this administration was the, the site remediation program the LSRP program that program has been immensely successful immensely successful and what we've what we've seen there is a cleaning up of about 20,000 properties since the start of that since the start of that program so 20,000 sites in the state of New Jersey have been cleaned up you know since the start of that program which has been basically in the last 7 years of that program So we've gone from, uh, while there more keep coming in and out on that, we basically have gone from about 20,000 contaminated sites in the state of New Jersey to below 14,000. That's a major accomplishment. That land means there's better places for ballparks, for new sites to be built, for rateable properties. So again, it's a great progress overall. I mean, the last major area that we've been working on since day one of this place is our parks, our parks and our wildlife management areas. We've made a major commitment. To keep our parks and our wildlife management areas open keep them clean add new amenities and continue to work with them to build more and more and better for our community so it's not just a matter of you know we'd love to make we'd love to make a little more money in our parks to help provide more amenities but more importantly we're providing more amenities to these parks and they're clean you know tied to that we've had this program of don't waste our open space you know two years three years ago uh, several of teams brought to me a plan that said, look, we've got to stop people from dumping trash and other things in our parks, construction debris, tires, whatever it is in our parks. Since then, we've made major steps on it. We've had 85 arrests in there for stopping people who've gone and, pol- and dropped uh, trash in our parks, and we continue to monitor these parks. Everything from hidden cameras to ongoing patrols with local police and our own police officer, conservation police officers, to make sure that happens. So, I'm very proud of all the accomplishments, and there's dozens more, but those are some of the highlights.
0: So, as we come to the conclusion of this podcast and also to the conclusion of Earth Week for this year, what one thought would you like everybody to take away with them for the rest of the year about preserving and protecting our environment? I mean, the most important
1: thing that I can say out there, you know, for For all of us at DEP, you know, Earth Day and Earth Week is every single day, and it's seven days a week, it's 24 hours a day. For everyone out there, it should be as well. Earth Day and Earth Week shouldn't be just one day or one week; it should be every single day. And we expect, what my hope is, that everyone believes in that and wants to focus on protecting the environment, and everyone takes steps in their lives every single day to make New Jersey and make this country a better place environmentally and protected for the
0: future. That's a great thought for people to keep. Commissioner Bob Martin, I want to thank you so much for participating in this inaugural podcast. We hope you'll come back from time to time. In the coming weeks, we'll have uh, people from every part of DEP participating in this podcast to tell us what this department is doing to protect New Jersey's environment and to make sure that it is clean and healthy and safe, uh, not only for people today but for generations to come. Thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Thank you very much, Bob. Great job. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Thanks for listening to Discover DEP. If you have comments on the podcast or ideas for future podcast topics, please email us at podcast at Enjoy the rest of your day.